So today, I'll be sharing how to overcome depression. And since you're listening to this podcast, I assume you're currently feeling depressed and need help or you want to gain knowledge on how to overcome it in order to help a loved one, friend or family. And I really hope that everything I'm about to share with you helps in both situations. Now, um, depression is a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. So a person in a depressed state is usually very unhappy, gloomy, mentally drained, and naturally begins to lose interest in things and in worst cases, life itself. And it can be caused by a lot of things such as financial issues, health issues, relationship issues, academic or work issues, fear of disappointment, lack of a sense of purpose, and just general issues of life. And I've come to understand that when dealing with depression, it can sometimes be overwhelming or hard to seek help. But I want you to know that being honest and open about your mental health is often the first step to feeling better. And please know that feeling depressed is nothing to be ashamed of. Most people, including myself, have dealt with depression at some point in their lives. So it's important to know that you are not alone. I've also observed that so many people try to overcome depression through various means. Some go to therapy, some take medications to suppress it, some indulge in food cravings. But I've come to realize that these solutions the world offers are usually temporary. They never last. Um, You can go to therapy or take depressants um, or eat all day and feel good for a while. Then the next day, you're back to feeling unhappy and gloomy. Now, please don't misquote me. I'm not trying to say that these solutions don't work or don't have any positive effect on people. I'm not saying that at all. I'm only saying that their effects are usually temporary and it's just my personal opinion from past experiences and observations. That's why I'm here to help you discover a perpetual, that is no long-lasting and permanent way to overcome depression, which is through the word of God. Yes, guys, (laughs) I'm going to help you overcome depression through God's word. Now, from here onwards, we're going to get practical. I want you to get your Bible and write some materials, no pen and paper, uh, because I'm going to be sharing um, some powerful scriptures from the Bible, and I want you to jot them down and meditate on them every day. I want you to do this because I've come to realize that studying and meditating on the word will renew your mindsets and help you easily overcome whatever it is you're going through. That's where the power is. And as simple as it sounds, it can be easily overlooked, but honestly, it's the real deal. It's worked for me and several other of my friends, family, and loved ones. And I I remember all of them coming back to me and sharing lots of beautiful testimonies. I even had this friend of mine that was suicidal. And after I shared these words with her, she came back with a testimony of how she feels absolutely amazing. And we were just so grateful that I didn't give up on her and God didn't give up on her. And now life is just going great. So I can assure you that if it worked for her and has worked for me and several other of my friends, families, and loved ones, it will most certainly work for you too. And I look forward to hearing your testimonies. So I'm sure you've gotten your Bible and writing materials now. 
um please pause the podcast after i mention a bible verse so you can search for it then press play once you found it okay okay let's start um the first scripture uh, i'll be reading is from matthew chapter 11 verse 28 the new international version says come to me all of you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest Feelings of depression can be a heavy burden, and many people make the mistake of thinking it's a burden they must carry alone. But God wants you to know that He's there to lift your burdens and provide comfort. First Peter chapter five verse seven, um, the New Living Translation says, "Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about what happens to you." Depression and anxiety can be isolating experiences, but Jesus is there and he cares about you so much. You can turn to him for help with whatever you may be feeling. I know some of you are probably thinking or probably saying out loud, uh, but I've already turned to him. I've poured out my heart to him, but it seems as though he's not listening. Well, the thing is, when we ask God for something and he doesn't answer as fast as we want him to, it's either we're not prepared or we're not ready to receive that request or God is trying to protect us from a danger we can't see. Um, For example... A good father uh, would never give his 10-year-old son a car if he asked him to. Why? His son isn't prepared or ready to drive yet. The son can cry and throw all the tantrums he wants, but at the end of the day, the father cares more about his growth and safety than his comfort. And God is that good father. He wants to give you the absolute best, but he won't do it if you're not prepared. Why? (laughs) When opportunity meets a lack of preparation, the only result is failure. And God wants to make a success out of you. With God, there is a time for everything. And when the perfect time comes, nothing in this world will stop what he has planned for you from coming to pass. Psalm 40 verse 1, the Message Bible says, I waited and waited and waited for God. And at last he looked. Finally, he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me from deep mud. He he stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. Being in a depressed state can really feel like you're in a ditch sometimes. But through faith and trust in God, you find yourself stable again, even if you're going through a heartbreak. The Bible says in Psalm um, 34, verse 18, it says, If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. Meaning that even when you're in so much pain and feel like there's no one on your side, God is going to be right there with you, putting all the pieces of your heart back together and restoring hope once again. And honestly, I'm speaking from experience. Okay, let me share a quick story time slash testimony with you. Uh, There's this guy I liked when I was younger. We weren't necessarily dating. No, we weren't dating. It was more of a what we used to call like me, I like you kind of thing. We weren't really official. Because he actually never, um, like, he asked me out per se, and that was already a red flag, which I didn't uh, see earlier. Because oh well, I was younger. I know, live and learn. I've learned. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I liked him, and honestly, I felt he liked me too. Uh, but I was, I was still in high school, secondary school, SS two. I think that's what that should be grade eleven. Yeah. 
so um he we're both we were in the same class but then he decided i think his parents decided for him to skip the last class like ss3 that's grade 12 and just go straight to the university so he started writing exams and then before i knew it he was done and as soon as he, he told me how um i asked would this like still continue are we going to able to be able to you know, date even after you leave and he said sure yeah there's nothing that's going to come between us blah 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 although we're not official <laughs> but um so i was really hung hung over on this guy and by the time he left suddenly he stopped calling me he stopped receiving my calls he stopped texting me he stopped replying my text i know as little as i was back then i was completely heartbroken that, that was my first heartbreak i think my first and only heartbreak actually but i i got to experience what heartbreak feels like and honestly it's not a pretty or beautiful feeling it hurts so much i couldn't eat uh hard um uh, hard issues sleeping i could i was just crying i just remember crying endlessly just just sad and in so much pain like my heart was really really hurting i remember that period nobody could help me oh i'm i'm the um fourth daughter i have three elder sisters and one younger brother well four girls one boy so all my elder sisters weren't around it was just i'm i my younger brothers and my younger brother tried helping me the best way he could you know try to cheer me up um the little way he can but honestly it didn't do anything for me i just remember that period was a very dark period for me um and it's not that deep but back then it was very deep uh so i remember just finding peace in god and that time i just i withdrew from everyone and just went to the word i don't know how i don't know exactly how i got re- like my path got redirected to the word but somehow it did and i just found myself praying more praising more studying god's word more um listening to um christian um audio messages like you're doing now um by by pastor chris yeah and just learning more about god's love learning more about his word and honestly guys it's it's it could sound like it wasn't enough but trust it was more than enough it was more than enough for me more than enough i saw i saw myself getting stronger again like my strength was renewed my hope was restored my joy and happiness came back like i just saw myself like no stepping back um like coming back to the lady i i once was but even better you understand and i was i gave god all the glory because when i was going through what i went through i thought i would never get over it but here i am today and honestly if i should ever meet that guy again I'm going to be very chill with him. I don't think I'll laugh and I really the way I feel right now. But back then, when I even hear his his name, I get so upset. But yeah, but that's that's that. So that's my story. That's the story, and that's a testimony. God did it for me. So if you're going through a heartbreak, I want you to know that God is going to help you get through it too. And I can assure you of that because, as I said, it happened. He helped me with it. He has helped so many other people with it as well. And I know He's going to help you 
with yours if you're going through a heartbreak. Now, the next scripture we'll be reading is from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. The Message Bible translation says, Don't panic, I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. Keep a firm grip on you. Dealing with depression can be scary, but this verse is here to remind you that God is on your side and there's nothing to fear. He'll give you strength when you're weak and he'll provide peace in the midst of the storm when you place your trust in him. Psalm 9 verse 9 in New Living Translation says, The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Depression can make you feel as though you're weighed down. But no matter how troubled you feel, this verse is here to remind you that the Lord is always there to support you. All you have to do is put your faith over your feelings. Don't be moved by what you see, hear, or feel. Only be moved by the word of God. Your faith in God will unlock many amazing doors for you. And you could probably be wondering, okay, what is faith? For those that don't know, the Bible lets us know in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. It says, It is the confident assurance that what we hope for is going to happen. It is the evidence of things we cannot yet see. Your faith is your confident assurance that what you hope for is going to happen. It is your evidence that the desires of your heart are real, even though they're not tangible to your senses. And I want this scripture to to speak volumes to those that are probably depressed. Like you're listening to this podcast and you're depressed because, you know, you were waiting on God for something, you know, um, you had faith in him that this thing was going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. And you just feel your, your faith getting weaker. This, this scripture is here to remind that your faith is your confident assurance. You need to understand that it is your confident assurance. Don't, don't forget that, okay? It's a confident assurance that that thing you're hoping for is going to happen. Whether you see it or not, whether it's tangible to your senses or not, is going to happen. Be rest assured, okay? And then now um, Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, New Living Translation, it says, I command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. If you take some time to... Um, if you take some time to walk, take a walk down memory lane, you discover that God has come through for you in many of your previous struggles in life. He was there for you in the past. He's here for you now, and he'll most certainly be there for you in the future. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. God isn't asking you to figure out everything on your own. He's asking you to trust that he already has. He has great plans for your life that will be accomplished if you trust him willingly and wholeheartedly. He made those plans known in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. The New um, International Version says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. While the Message Bible translation says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. I love this scripture so much. This scripture reminds you that there are better days ahead. Even if your current circumstances are seeming impossible to change, I can assure you that they will. The Lord makes all things beautiful in his time. And if he can do it for others, he'll most certainly do it for you. And there's a reason why God wants you to know these things. He said in John 16 verse 33, 
I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Um, this was the amplified translation. See, God wants you to know, like, like God knows that you will experience difficult times because you are his children and the devil is constantly after God's children. He's constantly looking for who to kill, steal, and destroy. And God's children are his targets. So know that the devil will always try to show his best shot at you. But God wants you to know that he has overcome the devil and he will never harm you as long as you keep holding on to God closely. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8, it says, um, the Message Bible translation says, God is striding ahead of you. That is, he has gone ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. Don't be intimidated. Don't worry. God has gone ahead of you and made all the crooked ways straight. Just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean nothing's happening. He's gone ahead of you ensuring that everything works together for your good. Have faith in him and his word. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 to 34. I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, He will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. If you place God first in your life and focus on him, he'll provide everything you need to overcome all of life's issues. Don't worry about tomorrow. Put your trust in God today. Because when you do, all your needs will continually be provided for by him. And I say this with so much confidence because this scripture is consistently working in my life. And lastly, I want to lay emphasis on trying your best not to worry about anything. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. God doesn't want us to worry because of what worry does to us. Worry has its principle and law, just like gravity. You know, gravity has this force that consistently pulls us to the ground. That's why we can't float or fly on our own. While worry has its magnetic force that attracts all the negative possibilities about what you're worrying about to you and makes it possible. So try as much as you can not to dwell in worry concerning anything so that they won't come to pass. Instead of worrying, try to be more positive and focus on the good things and people in your life. And try as much as possible to do things that make you happy. Happiness is a choice. So try to choose it every day because you deserve it. And I'd like to say a word of prayer for you. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for your children that have heard your word today. For your daughter or your son that have heard your word today. Thank you, Lord, for loving them specially and unconditionally. Lord, I pray for any of them that have been experiencing depression. I decree that they are set free from that demonic spirit and your peace dwells in their hearts. That peace that transcends all human understanding. I pray that they are highly favored in everything that concerns them. I pray that they are continually encouraged 
I pray that all things will consistently work together for their good. Lord, they have cast every trouble and burden on you because you care for them. Thank you for your word that says you will never leave them nor forsake them. Thank you because they know they serve a God that's bigger than any trouble they face in life. I prophesy that their lives are filled with perpetual miracles and testimonies. And I pray that they will continually dwell in your love, abundance, and rest all the days of their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I really hope you've been blessed by it. And I look forward to hearing your testimonies. See you in the next podcast. I love you. Bye.